Alrighty then, Cryptonauts. Welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, here for episode 552 for September 20th, 2023. Alright, we do have a couple episodes, or excuse me, uh, a couple of news articles and some honorable mentions. Alright, the first four we're going to read is Elizabeth Warren's Digital Assets Anti-Money Laundering Act gets nine new sponsors. The second one's going to be Bitcoin Miner Hut 8 inches towards merger with USBTC as court approves deal. The third one's going to be how Spider Chain plans to build Ethereum on Bitcoin. Ooh, that's juicy. And the fourth and last one's going to be Bitcoin gets its own take on social app friend.tech. All right, our three honorable mentions because there's so much good news t- today or this week so far on uh, decrypt.co. So the three honorable mentions are Binance US answers SEC questions on mysterious money movement. And Chilean drug trafficking ring was also mining Bitcoin report. And the last one is PayPal brings PYUSD stablecoin to Venmo. So if you want to read those honorable mentions, head over to decrypt.co and pick up that article there. All right. So before we get started, make sure to go like, subscribe, follow, and comment. Because I do appreciate that kind of stuff. That is positive. I love the positive energy you guys bring to me. It makes me just want to continue making these episodes for you. So yes, please. Thank you. I love it. Or if you want to take it to the next step, you can donate here through our coin tree. Any crypto coins you would like. Bitcoin, Ethereum, Dogecoin, Litecoin, Tron, Monero. A bunch of other uh, coins as well. Or Bitcoin Lightning for the matter. Uh, you can follow us on Noster and pretty much find the podcast on all the different platforms out there that host podcast episodes. But the one I'm going to recommend is going to be Fountain.fm. Why? Because you can earn Satoshis for listening to the podcast. Yes, free Satoshis, real Bitcoin for listening to the podcast. So make sure to click that link and head over to the podcast and listen to that and earn some Satoshis. And if you want, you can donate Bitcoin Lightning that way very simple all right let's see buy me a coffee you can listen to it on spotify podcast apple podcast google podcast iheart overcast podcast radio public stitcher tune in pandora podvine a bunch of platforms it's it's crazy you can watch the video on youtube or hang out with me on the live stream on twitch or chat with me Every single day on Discord, because yes, I'm on Discord every single day. And with that said, let's head on over to the markets. All right, the first one we have, what do we have? Market cap, let me refresh this page real quick. Let's see here. Oh, there we go, refreshed. Market cap is currently at $1,111,000,000,000, down by 0.8%. With a Bitcoin dominance of 47.4% and Ethereum at 17.5%, the current gas is 8 GUI. Alright, Bitcoin of course is always number one, settling at $27,047 with a 3.2% gain and a market cap of $527 billion. And number two, we have Ethereum at $1,620 with a negative 0.2% in the past seven days 
and a market cap of $194 billion. Number three, we have Tether stablecoin at 99 cents, down by 0.1% in the past seven days, and a market cap of $83 billion. Number four, we have BNB at $214, with a positive 1% in the past seven days, with a $32 billion market cap. Number five, we have XRP at 51 cents with a whopping 6.9% in the past seven days with a $27 billion market cap. And number six, we have USD coin stablecoin at 99 cents uh, down by 0.1% in the past seven days with a market cap of $25 billion. Number seven, we have Lido staked Ether at $1,618 down by 0.3% in the past seven days with a market cap of $14 billion. Number eight, we have Cardano at 25 cents with a gain of 1.7% in the past seven days with an $8 billion market cap. Number nine, we have Dogecoin at six cents with a positive 2.1% in the past seven days and a market cap of $8 billion. And last but not least, we have Solana at $20 with a positive 5.9% in the past seven days and a market cap of $8 billion. All right, Cryptonauts, that is your top 10 coins of the day, our market cap, provided by CoinGecko. All right, let's head on over to the news. Provided by Decrypt.co, this one's written by Andrew Asmakov. Elizabeth Warren's Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act gets nine new sponsors. U.S. Senator Elizabeth Warren has secured the support of nine other senators for her Digital Asset Anti-Money Laundering Act, boosting her efforts to tackle the perceived risk posed by cryptocurrencies. According to a press release on Warren's official website, Democratic Senator Gary Peters, Dick Durbin, Tina Smith, Jean Shaheen, Bob Casey, Richard Blue Blumenthal, Blue Michael Bennett, and Catherine Cortez Mastro, as well as Independent Senator uh, Angus King, have joined the coalition supporting the bill. Quote, Crypto is, an, is enabling rogue nations, drug lords, ransomware gangs, and fraudsters to launder billions in stolen funds, evade sanctions, fund illegal weapon programs, and profit from devastating cyber attacks, Senator Warren said in a statement. Ah, jeez Louise. This is bad. No, she does not understand Bitcoin. Warren described the digital asset Anti-Money Laundering Act as the toughest proposal on the table cracking down on crypto's illicit use and giving regulators more tools in their toolbox, adding that the expanded coalition shows that Congress is now ready to take action. First introduced in December last year and resubmitted in August 2023, along with Senators Joe uh, Manchin, Roger Marshall, and Lindsey Graham, the bill aims to close regulatory loopholes and bring the digital asset econ ecosystem into greater compliance. If passed, it would extend the regulatory framework that applies to traditional financial institutions to cryptocurrency firms, subjecting, subjecting them to Know Your Customer, KYC, and Anti-Money Laundering, AML, requirements 
outlined by the Bank Secrecy Act, BSA. This includes digital assets, wallet providers, miners, and validators. Cracking down on non-custodial wallets. The document aims to take action against non-custodial or unhosted crypto wallets, which are described as software or hardware that facilitates the storage of public and private keys used to digitally sign and securely transact digital assets, such that the stored value in the property of the wallet owner and the wallet owner has total independent control over the value. Warren's legislative proposal comes down to banks and money service businesses being required to verify customer and counterparty identities, keep records, and file reports in relation to certain digital asset transactions involving unhosted wallets or wallets hosted in jurisdictions that are not BSA compliant. According to the bill, U.S. residents with more than $10,000 in crypto and one or more account outside of the country would also be required to submit reports. Quote, All too often, crypto is used to move illicit funds for drug cartels, criminal gangs, terrorist groups, and kidnappers, said Senator Graham. Our legislation will help create transparency and provide oversight in the industry that in many cases helps facilitate criminal activity. When it comes to transparency and legality, Many of the same rules that apply to the dollar should exist for crypto. Warren has been vocal has been a vocal critic of cryptocurrencies, suggesting that crypto investors played a role in the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank (SVB) in March. Uh, opinion piece for the Times for the New York Times. Earlier this year, Massachusetts Senator also asserted that crypto has been the illicit financial tool of choice for ransomware gangs, fentanyl traffickers, and rogue nations like North Korea, adding that too many actors in this space fail to comply with basic anti-money laundering standards. <laughs> They're going to learn the hard way. You cannot stop Bitcoin. Okay? Now, when it comes to the centralized crypto projects, yeah, I understand they could regulate those, but Bitcoin is it's going to be very tough. Okay, it is what it is. The way that they can regulate it is by hitting the central uh, exchanges, which they have been. They hit that hard after FTX collapsed. A lot of these exchanges jumped ship. They took off to other countries and they're doing no business with any American residents. So it makes it harder for us to do um, any kind of transactions with uh, with exchanges pretty much. You know, there. If you want like a, a, a decentralized exchange, you would have to use like um, uh, Hodl Hodl is one of them. Um, oh, what's the What's the other one? Uh, oh, I'm going blank right now. There's a few of them out there, but Hodl Hodl is the one that comes into mind right now. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on over to the next news. This one is written by Andrew Thorovales, Bitcoin miner Hut Eight inches towards merger with USBTC as court approves deal. The Supreme Court of British Columbia has approved plans for Bitcoin miner Hut 8 and US Bitcoin Core to unite as one company, but the deal isn't finalized just yet. As originally announced in February, Canada's Hut 8 mining, which trades on the Toronto Stock Exchange and Nasdaq under Hut ticker, and America's US Bitcoin Core are seeking a business combination as HUD-8 Core, which will 
be domiciled in the United States. The transaction is now expected to be finalized by the end of the year. Hutt shares rose 2.82% on Monday following the Canadian Supreme Court's approval. Shares of New Hutt will continue to trade on TSX as well as the NASDAQ. Closing the transaction remains subject to certain conditions, including USBTC's registration statement becoming effective. The approval of USBTC's stockholders and other closing conditions customary in transactions of this nature, wrote HUD-8 in a Monday press release. HUD-8 could not respond to Decrypt's request for comment, stating that it was entering a quiet period until the transaction is complete. The Canadian Bitcoin miners' shareholders voted overwhelmingly to approve the combination deal last week. As stated by the company's CEO, uh, Jamie Leverton, at the time, the firm plans to move forward as a new Hut 8 focused on economical mining and highly diversified revenue streams, including high-performance computing and hosting. The resulting company will turn Hut 8 Core into one of North America's largest Bitcoin miners by hash rate and also one of the healthiest. Hut 8 is financially healthier in many others with nearly 10,000 BTC on its balance sheet and very minimal debt. Miner mag analyst Woofie Zhao told Decrypt in June. Hosting is when mining companies let individual rent out their machines to mine BTC on their behalf. Meanwhile, high-performance computing is, is a growing interest among public miners like Iris Energy, taking advantage of the AI web, wave by leveraging miners' existing data center capacity. It will also expand to, ma to manage infrastructure operations, described as the maintenance and management of third-party mining sites using uh, purpose-built software. HUT faced a steep earnings decline and year-over-year -year revenue in its latest earnings report, dropped from $43.8 million in Q2 2022 to $19.2 million in Q2 2023. The company, company credited its earning declines to legal and equipment failure issues at its North Bay and Drumheller facilities, respectively, alongside rising Bitcoin network difficulty. I do recall that, man. I'm not going to lie. I w I've been keeping an eye out HUT 8 for a while and when I saw it go down I was like and it went down a lot right and I was like oh, should I buy it no it's 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 for me for me it was a little too new I was like it's it's a little too it's too risky I don't know if I should buy this yet you know um because what if it goes bankrupt and at the time there's a lot of companies going bankrupt right I was like well what if hot eight just kind of kicks the buck and they're done right um so I was like ah no nah, I'm not gonna do it and now that I look at it I was like ah oh, I should have got it man technically I still buy it but uh Ooh, those would have been some sweet buys if I did that, man. And I was, uh, I was looking at it. I was like, uh, should I push it? Should I push the buy button? Should I? I mean, it's there, man. Yeah. All right. Let's move on over to the next news article written by, again, Andrew Thoravallis. How Spider Chain plans to build Ethereum on Bitcoin. Following weeks of debate about Bitcoin drive chains, a similar project to unlock the network's programming potential is picking up steam. On Monday, Jameson Lopp, co-founder and CTO of mobile self-custody firm Casa, published a blog post about SpiderChain, which he called, Yet Another Proposal for Building Two-Way Pegged Sidechains. 
A sidechain is a separate blockchain that is tied into the main Bitcoin network in some way. They typically use the same native currency, BTC, and may also leverage Bitcoin's security guarantees. Sidechains let Bitcoiners access more features with their BTC than the main network can't always provide, such as scalability, programmability, and privacy. A prevailing difficulty with sidechains, however, is building a two-way peg allowing BTC to be safely transferred to the sidechain and back without requiring a centralized middleman. That's where the spider chain developed by Bo Botanics Labs comes into play. The spider chain works as a proof-of-stake layer 2 on Bitcoin. Willem Schroh, founder of Bo uh, Botanics Labs, told Decrypt, you stake Bitcoin on Bitcoin in decentralized multisigs. Entities that manage decentralized multisigs are called orchestrators, who run both a Bitcoin node and a spider chain node. With every request to move BTC to the spider chain, a new multisig is created that's controlled by a random subset of 100 participants within the staker set. In many ways, the spider chain operates much like Ethereum. It is Ethereum virtual machine compatible, has 12 second block times, and uses a proof of stake consensus mechanism to secure the network, whereby orchestrators nodes must stake BTC to participate. Its EVM is also fully equivalent, meaning existing Ethereum dApps can be easily transferred over to the network by developers. But unlike Ethereum, Shro said that a malicious majority of orchestrators still cannot conspire to steal users BTC. The design is possible on the current Bitcoin core, so no soft fork or upgrade is needed, noted Shro. Uh, uh, this sets SpiderChain apart from Paul Stork's drive chain proposal, which requires changing the Bitcoin code that users and miners are currently running. Drive chain was introduced as, a, as BIP 300 and BIP 301 back in 2015, and is still yet to be widely embraced for implementation by Bitcoiners. DriveChain effectively put control of pegged BTC into the hands of Bitcoin miners, but allowing for a number of sidechains with any number of properties to be created. It also directly inherits Bitcoin security through merge mining, which piggybacks on the main network's immense proof-of-work security. When asked about spider chains, Stork said they seem very complex compared to his proposal. Quote, I also think that the whole needs to change to Bitcoin is pure superstition, unfortunately, he added. People think he means, people think it means the network must upgrade, but really it is like asking users to install an app on their phone. In LOP's Monday blog post, the CTO cited the nearly decade-old rootstock proposal and pointed out some technical vulnerabilities with SpiderChain. Among them is a risk that its BTC peg is broken. If the main Bitcoin blockchain experienced a reorg of longer than five blocks due to the system of which SpiderChain orchestrators are determined, it would be unlikely it would be unlikely to be catastrophic due to how the funds are dispersed across many multi-sig wallets, he noted. Shro also admitted that the network's early stages spider chain will be centralized until more users can come, in to, can come in to stake their BTC, 
we need to start off centralized in the sense that initially we will have to make the staking permissioned he said yeah i'm not i'm not interested i i i'm not interested so yeah keep it i have no interest i am very happy with just having my bitcoin please thank you quit messing with things man but but again okay it's 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 my personal my personal uh, uh uh feelings about this but i also am very happy that people have the opportunity to to make these modifications you know if if, if there's a consensus uh, amongst the community right that's the beauty of bitcoin and blockchain and decentralization is that the community gets to decide what they would like to do uh with with the chain you know or or these side chains yeah it's beautiful man i love it i love that uh that idea that ideology right people can have that freedom to express these these ideas and if they work great if they don't oh well you know they they tried it, it didn't work personally i don't want anything to do with it um but it's cool that they have the freedom to do that all right cool let's move on to the last news article of the day written by pedro solimano bitcoin gets its own take on social app friend.tech ah yes after a 48-hour coding sprint, a friend.tech lookalike dubbed Alpha launched on top of Bitcoin this weekend, bringing a social token experience to users of the venerated blockchain. Like friend.tech, which is built on an Ethereum scaling network base saw and saw a flurry of activity last month and a recent revival. Alpha is a decentralized social network protocol that lets users tokenize and monetize their online presence and content via tokens in other words people can buy tokens tied to individual creators that rise and fall in price and can be used to gate access to exclusive content it's another incarnation of the social token concept and social finance projects like these are often billed as being a way to bring new users into the crypto space after the recent friend.tech surge pseudonymous alpha founder punk 3700 described his bitcoin based platform to decrypt as the next big leap in the world of social finance despite building it in a weekend he said the project aims to bring a luxurious and exclusive experience to social interactions at the time of writing new users are joining the network every few minutes many of which amass tens or even hundreds of thousands of twitter followers Punk3700 is also one of the core members behind New Bitcoin City, an ecosystem that is dabbling in art, on-chain gaming, decentralized finance, and AI as a way to explore Bitcoin beyond just a currency. Alpha is a collective's latest development, but its unique tech stack isn't entirely focused on Bitcoin. According to its founder, Alpha runs a roll-up that rolls up to another roll-up that rolls up to Bitcoin. That's a lot of rolling up. What does that even mean? In short, it's a way of using multiple blockchain networks to create an experience that can be responsive and scalable. In this case, the project leverages a hybrid blockchain architecture with several components, Bitcoin, Ethereum scaling network Polygon, and the project's own Bitcoin scaling network called Trustless Computer. 
According to New Bitcoin City's website, a trustless computer is a low-cost and speedy layer two built uh, layer two blockchain built on top of Bitcoin that can support things like a decentralized exchange, tokenized communities called decentralized autonomous organizations, and NFT marketplaces. It is a no-code tool that allows for developers to choose whether they want to implement optimistic rollups or zero-knowledge rollups, uh, zk rollups, to facilitate apps built on top of Bitcoin. Alpha's hybrid design uses optimistic rollups as a scaling solution by moving computation and data storage off-chain from Bitcoin. It currently taps into Polygon, the Ethereum scaling network, using it for data storage. Although Punk3700 says data availability can eventually live 100% on Bitcoin if need be. This is one of the differences Alpha has with Friend.Tech built on base. Friend.Tech leverages rollups directly on Ethereum, inheriting the network's security. Alpha has to look elsewhere for solutions. Rollups on Bitcoin right now aren't true rollups because Bitcoin can't verify proofs explained Bob Bodley, CEO of Bo Bionic, an ordinals marketplace that runs on a Bitcoin sidechain. Lack of verification on Bitcoin's part means a certain degree of centralization will exist. That said, he told Decrypt that people don't usually wait around for full decentralization, pointing to the billions locked in Layer 2 network on Ethereum. People are keen to experiment with new tech. Even so, Bodily isn't sold on the answers Alpha's team provided in response to some of the concerns expressed over the project. He said he still doesn't know who owns the smart contracts deployed on the Ethereum virtual machine rollups, whether they're upgradable or immutable, and more. Tokenomics also raised some enormous red flags, which the team has yet to address. According to Trustless Computer website, the token supply is approximately $100 million TC, with 99.8% of it sitting in one address. I've been digging in the Explorer, but it's very hard to figure it all out, Bodily said. Even amid such concerns, Alpha's launch has sent a ripple of excitement throughout the Bitcoin space, much as the NFT-like Ordinals protocol and its BRC20 token standard did earlier this year. Jake Gallen, strategy lead at uh, Emblem Vault, has been at the forefront of the launch. Emblem Vault is a tool that lets users store tokens across blockchains without need for a bridge. There is more authentic feel to it, Gallen told Decrypt, citing a friendlier user experience along with the fact that there is no point in airdropped farming. If you're building a brand, the goal is to distribute awareness across platforms, he, he concluded. Just as more people have multiple social media accounts across multiple apps, crypto users will use Socialfy on whichever blockchain they prefer. Yes, there's a lot of uh, technology advancements going on. This is really cool, man. I got to applaud the, just the community overall just for building stuff, man. Who knows if it's going to work? Who knows if it's going to get adopted? But, you know, invest hours and hours and hours and hours and hours just building this stuff and just putting it out there, man. Just throw everything out the wall and see what sticks, right? All right. So, again, there are three honorable mentions. Go ahead and uh, head over to decrypt.co and check those out. 
That is uh, Binance, uh, Binance US answers SEC questions on mysterious money movement. A Chilean drug trafficking ring was also mining Bitcoin. And PayPal brings PYUSD stablecoin to Venmo. And that's all I have. So, Cryptonauts, uh, until next time, stack sats and huddle. Adios.